Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Don't forget, real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. A ton to get to today. Cannot wait. Uh, it's it's bursting at the seams. Kind of like my waistline. Am I right? <laughs> anyway, uh, I hate when people say stuff like that. <laughs> And I just did. I did. Anyway, got a lot to get to. Can't wait to get into that. Something uh, happened yesterday, and it, it, it just kind of blindsided me because it's like, ugh, God damn it. I'm out back with my, my daughter and my wife. My daughter's playing on the trampoline, and all of a sudden, I hear it. I hear the noise that that just bugs the fuck out of me, and I was going to get this, the sound of it and play for you right now. But I don't want to. Okay, that's a lot of work to Google ice cream truck music and then hit play. Oh, oh, I'm exhausted just thinking about it. <laughs> I honestly didn't think about it till just now. <laughs> so that's why I'm not getting it. But you get the idea. We're playing and it's like this ho- horrific scene from from like a, a horror movie. We're sitting there. Ha ha. Everybody's playing. Everybody's smiling. I look at my wife and I'm like. I love you. And then my daughter's like, Daddy, I love you and Mommy. And then we're like, ha, 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 ha. And then darkness fills the sky. And then you hear that, that, that music from the freaking ice cream truck echoing through the neighborhood. And then sure as shit drives by the house. My daughter's like, can we get ice cream? Can we get ice cream? And I'm like, no, you can't get ice cream. No, but I want ice cream. I don't care. You spend like five bucks on one thing, if not more, on one piece of shit ice cream, and we could go to King Supers or Safeway or Walmart and get a big old tub of store brand ice cream for like two bucks. Fuck that shit. That could feed uh, our whole family for like five days, unless I get sad. Then it's less. <laughs> oh, God, this is so delicious. <laughs> so, no, we try not to buy from the ice cream guy. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you're an ice cream person. And if you're a loyal listener to this podcast, I apologize. But most of the time, that shit's expensive. And let's be honest, okay? I'm putting on my Mr. Judgy pants, and I'm saying, eh, some of you guys creep me the fuck out, okay? Ice cream truck drivers, what the fuck? Comb your hair. <laughs> you freak the fuck out of me. If you show up and you're like, look like you're, you're fucking, you know, you're like an alien just, just plopped in that in your body, like that dude from Men in Black <laughs> that was the cockroach. Where it looks like your bones are hanging off your skin or skin's hanging off your bones, whatever. That's what you look like. Like, ah, I don't want to be here. I'm so uncomfortable. The urge to kill is so intense right now. Oh, and got a special on these SpongeBob ice creams. (laughs) I'm sorry if you're an ice cream slinger, but that's just the first impression I have. You can blame that one serial killer that was like a, I don't know who it was, but he was, uh, you know, an ice cream truck 
person. And, th- and that really just planted the seed. And it doesn't help, like I said, when the ice cream truck drivers look like that they just are antisocial people being forced due to a re- work release program to be behind the wheel of an ice cream truck and sling ice cream. Am I wrong on this? No, I'm not. <laughs> not. 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 <laughs> but mostly it's expensive. And you guys know me. I'm a cheap bastard. I am. So I tweeted something out. I did a little video making fun of the ice cream truck going by and ice cream truck season is upon us. And Carrie on Twitter wrote, when my kids were really little, I told them if the music was playing, that meant the truck was sold out. They were always so mad that the other kids had bought it all up. (laughs) I responded to her. I was like, that is epic parenting. And I tip my cap to you, Carrie. That is awesome. My kids, I I didn't teach them that lie (laughs) early enough. And we've talked about how important it is to lie to your children. It is. It's how we control them. Life's full of lies. We don't need to go down this path. We'll save that for another day. If you have a good lie that we tell our kids or society, let let me know, dehuffuncensored at gmail.com or dehuffpodcast on my social uh, socials. So go ahead and do that. What's a good lie that we really need? (laughs) Because we can go through those at a later time. But again, send those in to me. You know what I need to do? This ain't no lie. Let's jump into those headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. (laughs) They done did it. They did. The Denver Nuggets took my advice. And punched the uh, the L.A. Lakers right in the dick. They did. We talked about it in yesterday's episode that it seemed like the first uh, three games that the the Nuggets were just rocking them, lefts and rights and right right in the in the junk. And, and really, the Lakers didn't have a response for it. Now that being said, they were fairly close games for the most part. Ultimately, the Nuggets were in control. Now, that being said, game four last night, the the Lakers had a lot of control in this game, and I thought that they were going to run away with it. And then the the Nuggets were going to have to take care of business on on Ball Arena's home court, back at the sack. And I thought that was going to happen, but, you know, the Nuggets showed why that they are the favorite to win the championship. So congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. They beat LeBron James in the L.A. Lakers. Now, I'll say this. Last night, after the Nuggets won, and again, my whole family was like super jacked, except for my daughter. She did not give a shit. But everybody else in the family, my my wife and son and I, we were excited for the game. My wife is just like, oh, shit, it's 630. We got to turn on the game. She was so excited. I mean, more excited than when she sees me on a daily basis. She's like, oh, yeah, hey, you. (laughs) Oh, wait, 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 wait. Nikola Jokic is on. Shut up. Shut up. Got to hear the Joker. But anyway, we were all excited to watch it. It was was a great game. And it's a great time now in Colorado or in in the Rocky Mountain region. Because if you're a, a Nuggets fan, this is really cool. The Nuggets have never been to the NBA Finals. 
here they are. Now the the game tonight, if if the Heat win, they're going to sweep the Celtics. That's never been done before as well as having two teams from the Western Conference. and, and uh, So a Western Conference team and an Eastern Conference team have never swept in order to make it to the finals uh, at the same time. So that will be kind of cool if it is. And, and to be honest, it's gonna, it should be a great series. So it's exciting. There's a lot of great energy going on with the Denver Nuggets. But that being said, going back to what I was originally going to say is I made a, a, a picture last night. I took a picture of LeBron James crying from some time a while ago. And then I took that picture of Nikola Jokic holding a Joker card. And and then what I did was I put a king's crown on top of uh, Nikola Jokic. And I captioned it something to the effect of the Joker dethroned the quote-unquote king. So I was making fun of it. That offended at least one person. <laughs> He's all, that's really fucked up, dude. Especially after what? Uh, LeBron just said about Jokic in his press conference, you're a clown. Fuck off. Eat a bag of dicks. Respectfully, okay? But anyway, going to, to that guy's point, here's LeBron James talking about the Nuggets and, and the Joker. Me and AD were just talking in the locker room uh, for a little bit. I think we came to the consensus that, um, you know, if not one of the best, probably the best team that we've played since we've been together for our four years. Um, they just well orchestrated, well put together. Um, they have scoring, they have shooting, they have playmaking, they have smarts, they have length, they have depth. Um, and uh, one thing about their team, when you have a guy like Joker, who as big as he is, but also as cerebral he is, you can't really make many mistakes um, versus, versus a guy like that. Um, and even when you guard him to, for one of the best possessions that you think you've guarded him. He puts the ball behind his head, Larry Bird style, and shoots it 50 feet in the air, and it goes in. I think, I think he did it like four or five times this series. So you, you do like this to him. <laughs> LeBron literally tips his cap at the end of that quote to Nikola Jokic. And as much as I make fun of LeBron James for crying and all that shit and there's times where he just storms off the court, doesn't even seem to shake hands. I don't even know if he shook hands in game three, whatever. But I believe he he hung around a little bit for, for this. But the fact that he makes a, a comparison to Larry Bird, who's an NBA Hall of Famer. L- listen, if Nikola Jokic all of a sudden said, guys, I, do, I just want to retire, he'd be a Hall of Famer. And if he wasn't, I, I, I'd i be furious. It's ridiculous. But the fact that LeBron James is openly praising the Nuggets, he's not sitting up there and being a bitch about it. That's what you guys have to look at this as. You have to tip your cap to the Lakers. They're not making any excuses. They're full-on admitting the Nuggets are a better team than us. The Nuggets kicked us in the dick. <laughs> Why do I keep going back to that? But anyway, the Nuggets just were better than them. And 
There is nothing that they can say to bitch and complain and say otherwise. And you have to respect that with Le- LeBron James and others. If all of a sudden, like in a day or two, they start complaining about this or that, then I'm going to lose some respect for them. Right now, hey, you got to respect your opponent, and and you have to tip your cap back to them and say, hey, you lost. You're being a good loser because it can go the other way. We all know that. So congratulations to the Denver Nuggets on making it to their first finals in the NBA. That's pretty mind-blowing, and I think right now there's there's this vibe, this energy rushing through Colorado and surrounding states of, oh, shit, this has never happened before. So go out there, buy your Nuggets gear. I got a, I got a Mile High City hat that I'm going to be sporting. I got to do that. Probably got to clean it because I usually wear that when I'm working around the house. So it's got a lot of sweat on it and it looks gross. <laughs> so I got to do that, but I don't have any shirts. So I maybe I won't uh, invest in, in a shirt. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. But real quick, nine news did a quick little article about Nikola Jokic and I wanted to pass it along. I think it's kind of cool. They're like, here's some facts about Nikola Jokic. He reportedly got his nickname, the Joker, from former teammate Mike Miller, who couldn't pronounce Jokic. That's interesting. A lot of people don't know that. They're just like, well, Joker, Jokic, whatever. So thank Mike Miller for that amazing nickname. He loves the TV show Friends. (laughs) That's not surprising. Come on. It's a good show. It's just really dated at times when you go back and watch and be like, oh, my God. What would this show be like if they didn't have a laugh track on it? <laughs> like you just be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what is this? Except for Joey. Joey is hilarious. Okay. Joey and Chandler. Okay. I could do without Ross. Okay. Oh, look at me. I'm a paleontologist. Then there's Rachel. Oh my God. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Jokic was a second round draft pick when it happened back in 2014. ESPN was in a break, a commercial break, and he was drafted during a Taco Bell commercial. Why the fuck isn't Nikola Jokic all over Taco Bell commercials? I mean, really? And another reason why Taco Tuesday needs to be liberated so people like Taco Bell and other companies can, you know, have Taco Tuesday after the Nuggets you know, advance to the NBA Finals for the first time, celebrate Taco Tuesday at Taco Bell or your hole-in-the-wall taco joint, not Taco John's who holds the trademark. Oh, oh, I am an asshole. You can go there if you want, whatever. Never ate there, don't want to, until they release Viva Taco Tuesday. Go back and listen to the previous episodes, uh, I think an episode or two ago, where I talked about Taco Tuesday being owned by Taco John's. Anyway, there's a picture of him in a Denver Nugget shirt taken when he was a little kid, and I think that's really cool to see. I mean, it kind of reminds me of back in the day. I used to collect all these football cards of individuals that I just liked. And whether it was football or basketball, I I loved the way Scott Hastings played. 
Then I ended up working with him. I, I love the CU buffs, especially in the early 90s. And I remember when people like Chad Brown, Alfred Williams, individuals like that made it into the NFL. I, I saved all their cards or rookie cards and, and whatever and followed their careers. Then I end up working with them. And I've had them on my show, this podcast. It's really kind of neat. And it's kind of the same thing. Like he's wearing a Denver Nuggets shirt when he was a kid. Fast forward however many years, and there he is in the NBA Finals playing for the Denver Nuggets. That's just kind of neat. Uh, also, he's he loves his horses since he was a kid. And he's he's done competitive horse racing when he was a teenager and now he owns several horses uh Jokic even accepted one of his MVP awards when he was at his stable back in Serbia which was cr pretty cool if you google that video is really kind of neat and uh his love of horses also inspired the Denver Nuggets fans to help raise money for the Colorado Therapeutic Riding Center see that's cool and one time he uh, injured his wrist off the court because he was signing too many autographs. So that's cool. What a good dude. What a great team. It's not just him, which is great, and which is why they're at where they're at. While he will be the, the front and center, you also got to praise Michael Porter Jr. You also got to uh, praise Gordon. You also got to praise uh, Murray. They're all playing well. And you also got to praise head coach, Michael Malone. Okay. They're doing great. Now, that being said, go win a championship. It's great you're there. Fucking win the championship. Bring the hardware home. That's all I got to say. A woman in the UK quit her job and dropped out of medical school. Why would she do that? You got to have some massive income and some good direction in your life to do something like that. Well, what is she doing now instead? She's selling her spit, her saliva, to go all scientific on your ass. <laughs> like, that's really scientific. It is and it isn't. But anyway, she's selling her spit. And she's been doing it for four years. Again, do you hate the seller or do you have problems with the buyer? I have problems with the buyer. Because... Again, if somebody wants me to put some bodily fluids in a jar and, and, and sell it to you, I don't care if it's for a, a hundred bucks. I was going to say 20, but I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to lower myself for, for 20 bucks. But you never know. Listen, if you want some of my bodily fluids, I'll give it to you. We'll meet in a dark alley. I'll put it in a paper bag. And there you go. So disgusting. She paid off all her debt. I want now that being said, she didn't have a huge amount of debt. I want to say it was like eleven thousand dollars, but she was able to pay that off, and she's living comfortably right now because of selling spit. She said it started uh, with her doing her OnlyFans, of course, OnlyFans. You can kind of see what kind of followers she has, and her followers decided, you know what, we like watching you. <laughs> can we get some like souvenirs? Like I don't know bath water, used bed sheets to maybe some sweaty gym clothes, soiled toothbrushes. Oh, yeah, and spit. <laughs> so disgusting. 
what is wrong with you guys? Her first bottle sold for $372. And she said, she's like, I, I didn't know what to sell it for. And I was like, I just threw out a number. And the guy's like, sure, absolutely. No problem. And she's then, then she realized, wow, there's a market for this. Now, what's kind of fucked up is she doesn't have a set price. And she says it fluctuates depending on the client. If she knows they're rich, she's going to charge them more. Kind of jacked up. Don't know if that's a good business model to be exposing that out and about and letting your potential clients or your current clients know that you're overcharging them and charging a lot less to other people. She may have fucked herself over on this one. She added, the most I have made from spit is $1,864. She said, I knew the guy had money, and he was happy to pay it. What the fuck? What kind of sick bastard is just like, I really want to spend just under $2,000 on a jar of spit. Because you know what he's going to use that spit for? Lubricant. Let's be honest. Let's just put that out on the table. Let's not tiptoe around and be like, oh, I don't know. What's he going to do? <laughs> Moisturize the hands? No. He's going to jack off with it. Jeez, that's disgusting. But again, good for her. Good for her. And then she followed up with, it didn't make sense to work at Tesco or go to university anymore as the demand was so high. She said she was making more money than I had ever seen in my life. I just, it's just, don't you think that if you fast forward like 10 years from now, you you hit that fast forward button, you're able to go in a time machine and you're able to find this lady and be like, hey, so how's it going? <laughs> What's up with you as of late? And she's like, well, I've, I'm going back to school now. I got multiple jobs. <laughs> what happened? Well, apparently people just got tired of buying my spit. I just don't see this lasting very long. It's not a good idea. She dropped out of medical school. She fucked up. I'm sorry. It's not going to last long. Warning. Negative Nancy alert. Warning. Negative Nancy alert. Yes, I'm being a negative Nancy, but I'm just putting it out there as truth because it's not going to last. We talked about that lady a few, uh, uh, like a year ago, that lady that was selling her farts in a jar. I can't remember her name now. You know why? Because she's not relevant anymore because she had to stop selling those because there was a medical problem with her because she was eating too many of, of incorrect things because she was trying to capitalize so much on the farts in the jar, which is still hilarious. So she had to stop. And now she's just like struggling, a struggling influencer trying to do other weird, random things. Eventually your clientele is going to go, you know, what? I don't want to buy your spit anymore. Okay. It's just, I, I know it's fun now. What she should be doing is going to school, educating herself, and preparing for when this falls through. She, 
it's a great story now, in a sense. A weird, disgusting story, but it's good. But that that floor is going to fall out, and then next thing you know, she's she's crawling out of the basement going, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do anymore. Next thing you know, she's sucking dick on the corner. <sighs> Seen it a million times, guys. I'm not saying she's going to be a prostitute. Well, actually, I just did. <laughs> no, I don't know what's going to happen to her, but she needs to have somebody in her ear and tell her, like, listen, it's great, but you really need to prepare just in case this falls through. And I know she's she's looking at it as as now, but you got to look for the future on that because she's not building up to anything. She's just saving money based on spit. I, I don't know. Better be fucking spitting a whole ton in those jars <laughs> and selling a whole bunch. But man, I just don't, I just think that's a, a moronic thing. What would you do if your kid came home and be like, I got a great job? What's your job? I spit in jars. <laughs> and what would be annoying is like, well, how much you making? They tell you and you're like, fuck, that's more than I make. That's like twice as much. <laughs> Shit. Hey, here's the thing. We've said it a lot. Guys are perverts. Ladies capitalize on our stupidity. Good for you, I guess. Jesus. Man, what can I sell? I don't know what I could sell that would be worth it. No lady's going to be like, look at him. If I could get his earwax, that would be fantastic. Ooh, the things I'd do with that. Roll it up in a little ball. <laughs> Ugh, so weird. Doctors in Australia shared a story of a 44-year-old man who was taken to the emergency room after experiencing severe pain. From what you ask? Well, I'm glad you asked. Apparently, this happened a little while ago. They didn't give an actual date on it. But the unnamed patient decided during a little sex rump to, you know, aid his lacking. Uh, well, he couldn't get an erection. So he's like, you know what I'll do? I got these stainless steel rings. They're industrial. They're really heavy duty. I'm going to go ahead and stick those around the base of my penis and scrotum. And then that way I can keep plowing away. Did it. Had his little session. And then 12 hours later, uh, he he woke up. <laughs> and he's just like, ah, ah, my junk hurts. <laughs> he was apparently drunk off his ass because who in their right mind is going to be like, I want to put nine heavy-duty industrial stainless steel rings around my junk. Okay, who who that sober is going to do that? Nobody. And so all that pounding made everything swell up and not in a good way. So he ends up going to the hospital. They tried they tried using bolt cutters and it didn't work because, like I said, they're heavy duty industrial strength rings. So they had to call the local fire department who arrived shortly thereafter and cut the rings off with an industrial grade circular saw while he was under general anesthesia. 
imagine being the firefighters. You get called to this, and you're like, oh, fuck. Are you serious? Well, they're in Australia. They're like, oh, bloody hell. What the fuck are you doing, mate? You don't put rings on your dick and your balls. I don't know if that's even close to it, but it's like, fuck. Are you fucking serious? No, I got to get the chainsaw and, and, you know, hack off your dick. Due to the inherent risk of performing such a delicate surgery with power tools, surgeons actually had to place a tongue depressor down between the penis and the saw to prevent any mishaps. I'm sorry. A tongue dispre- a depressor? How about you get like a steel sheet and do that instead of a fucking tongue de- depressor? I want to make sure that if the blade goes through, it's not going to rip through that little popsicle stick and then just cut cut me open. My God. By the way, note to self, don't put balls and penis in metal rings. And Yeah, got it. <laughs> oh, wow. The more you know, folks, don't do that. Don't do You can buy cock rings. You can. I told you before, my brother, as a joke, one Christmas in front of my my mom, my wife, and everybody got me a variety pack of cock rings. One of the funniest gifts I've... No, it is the funniest gift I've ever received. And at first, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Are these like... I'm just like trying to are they like rubber bands. What my mom's like, oh, what did your brother get you? Are those are those napkin rings? And I then I finally read it and it says like something like cock rings or whatever it says. And I'm like, oh my God! Honey, let me see it. What did your brother get you? Give me the thing! I wanna see it! Oh, oh no, oh no. Chris, that's not good. Your brother Scotty's gonna go in the bathroom! And he's gonna get a he's gonna get a rubber band stuck around his ding dong. <laughs> anyway, more coming. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I have issues. I told you I have issues. You wonder why I'm screwed up now. <laughs> I blame my brother and my family. Anyway, got more coming your way, but first bring that big bet energy this summer with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is the most trusted name in sports betting. And right now, use promo code MILEHIGH to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. Win or lose, they're going to match your first bet up to $250 with that promo code, again, MILEHIGH. Simply visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions, or you can download the Superbook Colorado app in your app store. Then make sure you enter that promo code MILEHIGH and you're going to get 250 bucks courtesy of Superbook Sports. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. This is such a rich person thing to do. Apparently, this guy's uh, a billionaire. His name's Brian Johnson, and he's taken the blood from his teenage son to try and biohack his way into staying young. Okay, it, it, We've talked about why extending our lives is a bad idea, especially on a mass scale. I guess in a sense, one or two people, it's quote unquote fine. You know, not looking at it too closely, I guess in, in, in a sense, it's not that bad. Ultimately, we don't want people living longer because we're running out of resources. 
don't need to go down that path. Don't need to do it right now. But anyway, I guess at one point he had he had received blood from somebody that was older. And now he's he's doing the same thing with his 17 year old son and his his dad, Richard, who's actually 70. So Brian is, I believe, 45 years old. So what they do is they they take the blood, you know, mix it up, do some nerdy stuff to it. They remove the blood, converted it into a batch of plasma and another of red and white blood cells and platelets. And they do all their stuff. And then they just basically swap blood type of thing. And he's doing this with his whole family, basically. And they go, they travel to this clinic in Dallas where, the, where they're having it done. Now, studies on the matter have been carried out on, on mice in the past, <clears throat> even though experts say the results are inconclusive and suggest trying it on humans is fairly reckless. Charles Brenner, a biochemist at City of Hope National Medical Center in Los Angeles, said, we have not learned enough to suggest that this is a viable human treatment for anything. To me, it's gross, evidence-free, and relatively dangerous. Okay, doctor, whatever. You say that, but I read on Facebook that this, this could do wonders for me. So what do you know? <laughs> you know, there's plenty of people like, yeah, but what does a doctor know? Really? Okay. I, I, I watched this uh, YouTube video and boy, they were convincing. Brian's medical team is, you know, allegedly like, what? That dude's crazy. Let's keep doing this. Hey, by the way, make sure you get me that uh, Zelle payment. Okay. All right. <laughs> they don't care. They're like, sure. Let's fucking Swap blood, see what happens. He's a fucking billionaire. Of course, they're like on his side. They're like, yeah, whatever. Do you guys, you want to swap hair? Well, let's do that too. It's going to cost you. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> you want your 17, this, the poor 17 year old kid is like a goddamn guinea pig in this situation. That's fucked up. I, I, I don't agree with it. What, are, what an idiot. Uh, now his his little project that he's doing by doing this because he's documenting it and and everything he's calling it Project Blueprint, and he said he's seen some improvements in different parts of his body, but not all of them. This is what he said: My ear is sixty four. My fitness tests say I'm eighteen. My heart is thirty seven. My diaphragm strength is eighteen. So he's just telling BBC who can who asked him that some of his body parts are older than others, and and that's just ridiculous. Come on, man! It, it bugs me that he has his son involved because the son doesn't know any better. He's just like, sure, okay, Dad, I guess. Are you gonna love me? <laughs> I'll give you my blood if you love me. Can I get a hug after? Fuck, man. Yeah, whatever, kid. Give me your blood. Did you hear about this doctor? It was the, the re, this happened a while ago, but it's just now coming out. It was in Germany. There was a patient that became restless, and the doctor reportedly asked a nearby cleaner to hold the man's leg 
and passed surgical instruments to him despite having no medical experience. The hospital's chief executive, Norbert Pfeiffer, said the surgeon wrongfully decided to go ahead with the routine procedure even though no qualified assistant was available. When the patient who had received a local anesthetic became restless, the doctor again asked a nearby cleaner to hold the man's leg, pass him the surgical instruments, and the paper reported that the cleaner had no medical experience. Yeah, I mean, sounds exactly like something Dr. House would do, right? Be like, I don't care. We got to cut this guy's toe off. Motherfucker won't sit still. <laughs> sit still. You got to cut your toe off. Got the, what does he have? Those are like hedge clippers, right? <laughs> I have those in my back. Just clip the toe off. It should be fine. But here's what's crazy. I read a couple articles on this. Nowhere in the articles I read did it say that the procedure was successful or not, which means to me that the procedure was a success and they fired the doctor for it. Now, that being said, I get it. There's standards that you have to live by. There's rules that you need to follow. And if he gets away with this, it's just going to escalate. And what, what's next? He's going to have the, the, you know, the guy, the plumber come by and be like, you're good with uh, pipes. Can you clamp this intestine? <laughs> Can you do that for me real quick? Thanks. Thanks a bunch. Yeah, don't worry about the mask. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, really, I part of me praises the doctor. The other, I, I get, I understand why that they let him go. They kind of had to when they figured this out, but. Sounds like the dude got his toe taken off and everything was fine because there was no incident. It, the only reason why they found out is they saw the guy that that was helping. He had like uh, bloody gloves or something like that. And they're like, what are you doing? Why do you why are your gloves bloody? Be like, ah, I just cleaned the toilets, man. <laughs> Fuck. Um, real quick, I, I saw this and I'm like, holy shit, this is disgusting. <laughs> A man was caught smuggling an eight-and-a-half-inch pair of scissors up his ass into prison. How scary is that? Come on, man. Ugh. You imagine just, like, all of a sudden you got to run or something like that, and you're like, I, ca I can't run. Why? You need to run. You know, it's the end of the world. I can't. I can't. I got scissors in my butthole. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just, ugh. Never been to prison? Don't ever want to go. Not going to last more than five minutes. No. Unless I stick a pair of uh, scissors up my ass, then I might have a shot. <laughs> but you know what? Just not worth it. Not worth it. Oh, my gosh. If you know anybody that has ever gone to prison and had to smuggle something, and I say had because it's a different life in there. It is. It's a different type of society that... People like me just can't wrap their brains around. If you know of somebody that had to smuggle something up their, their back end and were successful or unsuccessful, let me know to huffuncensored at gmail.com or on my socials at the Huff Podcast. I think that's interesting and uh, crazy, crazy. Hey, thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. I truly appreciate it. Hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. Hopefully you did. If you didn't, you're probably broken. You might want to go get that checked out. 
Anyway, thanks for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends if you're able. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. It's the Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.